Okay. Before we get started here in 2023, let me share a few things with you. My purpose for this podcast is to voice my opinions on various people, places, things, events, etc., etc., etc. My purpose is not to hurt, anger, mislead, or leave anyone feeling dejected or disrespected. It is simply to give my opinion, sometimes with a humorous twist, and hopefully you'll give me yours back. And that perhaps can be the beginning of an interesting, thought-provoking conversation. Yes, some of the subject matter will be touchy, but it's also going to be funny, entertaining, informational. And I mean, in this day and time, with everyone being so overly sensitive to everything, we've lost the art of open, honest, everyday communication. Here at Opinionated by Design, we're going to find that lost art and begin to talk to one another again. So, talk to me. I talk back. If at any time you feel dejected, disrespected, hurt, angered, or misled, or maybe you just want to laugh and talk about the episode or leave me your opinion about something, reach out to me. Let's talk about it. Leave me a voice note on Spotify or Apple. Send me an email at opinionatedbydesignpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media at opinionatedbydesign. And do not forget to visit the website at opinionatedbydesign.com. <sighs> okay, now that we've got that out of the way, let's get started. your girl, or maybe I'm not. (laughs) You know me, it really doesn't matter because I am here. Here I am, Steffi J, with another episode of Opinionated by Design. Well, we're going to continue our Black History Month Unsung Hero series, and tonight, to see or not to see. That's funny. I can be clever sometimes. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about three African-American ophthalmologists tonight. Give you a brief snapshot on all three of them. Y'all know the drill. If you're returning, welcome back, fam. Thank you for your support. If you are new, hit that like, share, subscribe button. Kick back, enjoy the conversation, and welcome to the family. All right, y'all know what's up. Go grab your sip and come right back. All right, y'all, welcome back, welcome back. Let's jump right into this episode. Very few American ophthalmologists are of African ancestry. And even fewer are involved in research, education, and patient care. I was reading an article about this as I was looking for the next episode. 
And I came across a study that said it was only about maybe 5% of them. You know, but this episode celebrates three historically influential African-American ophthalmologists. Now, our first snapshot is Dr. David Kearney McDonough. Dr. McDonough was the first black ophthalmologist in the United States. He was born into slavery in New Orleans. He studied at Lafayette College in Pennsylvania to prepare for future missionary work in Liberia, where many freed slaves resettled. While he was in college, McDonough became interested in medicine. When he informed his former master of his intention to study medicine instead of going to Liberia, the master terminated ties and his support. Despite the daunting challenge, McDonough became the first African-American graduate of Lafayette College in 1844, but he was rejected by every medical school that he applied to. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? But with the mentorship of Dr. John Kearney Rogers, who was a prominent physician and the founder of the New York Eye and Ear Infirmary, McDonough was able to attend classes at Columbia University's College of Physicians and Surgeons. Upon completion of his studies in 1847, <laughs> wouldn't you know it, the college refused to grant him the medical degree. But through the support, again, of Dr. Rogers, McDonough practiced at the New York Eye and Ear Infirmary as a specialist in eye diseases. He gained the respect of the medical community and was accepted as a fellow physician. <laughs> in 2018, Columbia University's College of Physicians and Surgeons posthumously, <laughs> might I add, 171 years posthumously, awarded Dr. McDonough the medical degree that he was denied in 1847. You know, that cracks me up. This man worked hard, earned a degree, and because he was black, the school didn't want to give it to him. But you know what's even more amazing to me? That he earned this degree in 1847, and as prestigious as Columbia University is, it took you to 2018 to try to right that wrong? <laughs> 171 years later? Yeah, it does look good in the paper. You know, the picture does look nice in the paper. But anyway, Columbia University, uh-uh. Too little, too late. Our next doctor is Dr. Charles Victor Roman. Dr. Roman was the founder and first chairman of the Department of Ophthalmology at the Meharry Medical College. Roman's father was a fugitive slave, and his mother was a daughter of fugitive slaves. Roman began working at a steel mill at age 12 for five and a half days a week and studied at a night school. At age 17, he lost his job when he suffered an industrial accident, which resulted in amputation of his right leg. Roman enrolled in a, a local high school and completed the four-year program in two years. At age 19, he began teaching. At the same time, he was studying medicine at Meharry Medical College and graduated in 1890. After a few years of private practice, Dr. Roman went to the Royal Ophthalmolic Hospital of London to study ophthalmology and the Central London Nose, Throat, and Ear Hospital to also study. 
1904, Dr. Roman returned to Meharry Medical College as a professor of ophthalmology. He was the founder and first chairman of the Department of Ophthalmology at Meharry, where he trained many black ophthalmologists and is no throat specialist. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. And our final unsung hero of the night, Dr. Patricia Bath. Dr. Patricia Bath grew up in poverty in Harlem, New York. She loved science and excelled in school. She studied at Hunter College in New York and attended medical school at Howard University in Washington, D.C. She was the first African-American resident in ophthalmology at New York University. She completed a fellowship in corneal transplant at Columbia University. At Harlem Hospital, Dr. Bath observed many African-American patients were blind or severely visually impaired. But at Columbia Eye Clinic, the rate of visual handicap was significantly lowered. She concluded that was the result of the lack of access to eye care among the African-American community. She established a new discipline of community ophthalmology and brought eye surgery to Harlem Hospital. In 1974, Dr. Bath moved to Los Angeles and joined the faculty at the University of California, Los Angeles, or what we like to call UCLA, and also the Charles Drew University. The following year, she became the first woman faculty at UCLA Jules Stein Eye Institute. In 1983, Dr. Bath became the founder and first chair of the ophthalmology residency program at Drew UCLA. Despite suffering many instances of sexism and racism, she succeeded as an outstanding ophthalmologist, teacher, scientist, and inventor. During her retirement, Dr. Bath advocated for her passion, and that's the prevention treatment and cure of blindness and the dissemination of telemedicine which provided health care access in remote areas she's done a lot that's dr bath for you as i said i was going to give you all a snapshot y'all already know my motto if you want to know more research it and read but these three african-american ophthalmologists overcame many obstacles to become the leaders in the field of ophthalmology. Their stories show that with hard work, perseverance, and a strong faith and foundation in God, you can aspire and acquire anything. All right, fam, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. As I said, you want to learn more about these three ophthalmologists, research something on them and read up a little bit on them and get the full story instead of just the snapshot that I gave you. So if you enjoyed this episode, or even if you didn't enjoy this episode, you want to discuss something about this episode, or if you want to discuss something about black history, or if you just want to discuss something, don't forget, you can talk to me. Opinionated by Design Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on social media at Opinionated by Design. Don't forget, you can also leave voice notes on Apple and Spotify. And don't forget to check out that website, 
opinionatedbydesign.com. Again, thank you all for all your support. Thank you for joining me for this episode. And we'll talk real soon. Until next time, bye.